somebody in two years thank you covid do you, do you want to say your name say your name baby <laughs> victoria <laughs> victoria welcome thank you what do you do? tell the people tell them what do we do who are you she's the person behind my hand looking like a human being but i'm not good at hyping myself up thank you for hyping me no i'm not good at it at all um so yes, I, I'm out of Toronto base. Uh, I have a small beauty studio where I mainly focus on nails, pedicures, uh, teeth whitening, lashes, uh, waxing, microblading, henna brows, a ton, a ton of stuff. Um, and yeah, I've been doing this for a while. So it's it's my baby, my business. She doesn't give herself enough justice. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm upset at you right now. I'm upset. She is the nail artist that I like to go to crazy business skills super approachable so nice so confident she's super cute too but we're not gonna get there because then you know this podcast will never end if we start (laughs) talking about how good we look (laughs) don't creep me they're probably gonna go and be like she looks so cute and be like I told you she's cute I'm gonna go check her out (laughs) you have yo she's a mommy you guys have to go check her out okay so tell me, how did this happen? How did we stumble across nails? How did we get into the beauty industry? Because I feel like you have to love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It started in high school. I mean, painting nails, um, doing art. I think I even took an aesthetics course, you know, in, in high school. And you take the aesthetics course and they teach you how to do the hair. And then there's that little bit of nails. I think that's where it started. Um, and then it just like it hung on to me um as an adult I started taking it serious when I started to pivot into a different career path because I just didn't like where I was I tried HR I did training manager um I I was managing some retail stores and then I don't know like um I was just over it I was in a bad work environment and then I just decided to take a check that I had Uh, it was like a bonus check for the company that I was working for, and it was around $3,000. I'm not even joking. It was a bonus check um, that I took to the school. And I went in, I took it to the school. 
and I studied. I studied. I didn't think I was going to do anything with it. I just knew I wanted to learn about nails. I just wanted to learn, and then it just started blossoming ever since then. So you took an opportunity that mostly somebody gets a commission check, they blow it on a vacation. 100%. I thought about it. <laughs> I'm not even joking, Hannah. I thought about it. I thought about it, and I said, you know what? I could I could go on vacation. I could buy uh, a new car, because at the time I was driving, uh, I think, a, a green Altima. It had to have been like a 2000 or, or less. And I said, I should, I should buy a new car. And then I just said, you know what, let me just put this into something that I've always had an interest in and just see where it goes, right? But I didn't think it would blossom into a small business and and having my studio and branching off from the career that I had from before and then doing this full time now, even with kids. I, I never thought in my life that this would happen for sure. So take me through the steps, take us through the steps of what mindset shift did you have in order to make sure you can make it in the beauty world, okay. right? Because I, I would be scared, yeah, to leave my cushy job yeah. that I can get a paycheck when I'm when I'm basic, right? To come out and deal with the world, yeah. Um, the thing is that uh, when I started to wrap my head around the fact that I was replaceable, um, I had multiple people be rude to me. I had multiple people talk bad about me. I had multiple people jealous of my position or the fact that I was younger, bilingual, um, getting along with certain people in the industry that I said to myself, you know what, I'd rather deal with this mess on my own and grow and branch off on my own and see where it goes. Um, I was always a workaholic. Um, I definitely worked around the clock. If it was a weekend, if it was a birthday night, whatever, I would do appointments. I would work 12 hours. At one point, I worked three jobs. So, I mean, um, the fear of not having money, it wasn't ever a fear of mine. It was just how am I going to get it, right? If it had to be one permanent job, if it had to be working 12 hours, if it had to be doing nails back to back to back to back, it wasn't the fear of leaving my job. It was the fear on how am I going to get this money now? Because when I stepped into doing nails, um, I had to figure out a new way of making money. So what was the objective? The, obje- the objective now was I got to tell people I do nails. Everyone has to know I do nails. That way they come to me. And I think that that's what shifted when I started to realize that um, the money, I could make it somewhere else, not just in the comfort for this company because they were comfortable. They were comfortable knowing that I was good at my job. They were comfortable knowing that they were paying me what they were paying me, even though I was worth more, um, you know, because you know your worth. And I think that I said, you know what? I'm going to take it into my own hands and we're just going to risk it. And life is a risk, right? So I was risking it being there, being replaced at one point, and I'm risking it now every day, uh, even even with COVID, post-COVID, whatever. It's a risk, right? So, yeah, I think that's what shifted when I started to be comfortable with that with that mentality. You know, you touched a, you touched a good point while you were talking, and the, the board lit up a bit for me when you said... The board? The board. I have a board in my head. Uh, for those that have listened to me for a while, you know I talk about this board. But you said something that I contemplated heavily before getting my divorce and that was I know I can make money but how will I do it right uh, and, and I find that that's like a hustle mentality right yeah there, it is uh, for, for you to do that where do you feel 
you got your hustle muscle from? My parents. My parents, for sure. Um, being a child of immigrant parents that came from Central America. So my parents are from El Salvador, and they were actually running from a civil war that was happening. And when they came, you know, only one of my parents got a chance to learn English, and my dad hustled it out, muscled it out for us, and we're three girls, um, me, my older sister, and my younger sister. And, you know, it's been tough. Um, you know, even though I was born here, watching my parents live uh, that type of lifestyle where they work two jobs and they work really, really hard just to keep us at float. We never missed meals or anything like that, but I've seen them sweat and bleed. And um, at the end of the day, they were always positive. And that's something that always imprinted in me. I can't say the same that it would be for my sisters, but everyone is different. So um, I think I got that from my parents. I see them all the time, the way that they still are to this day. And they're in their 60s. They're 60s and they're still positive. They still believe that they have that backbone to go and break a sweat if they needed to. So, I mean, um, watching them, it's heartbreaking, but it's also very motivating. It's so motivating because, damn, like nothing broke them to this day, right? And if nothing broke them to this day, they did, one of them didn't even know English. Um, recession happened. I don't know if you, you remember that. Mm-hmm. Now COVID, um, you know, both of them were laid off, which was devastating for me too because that's an, something else that um, impacted me personally, seeing that in my family. Um, you know, it just makes you stronger. Um, everything is perception. Everything is uh, the way you look at it. Um, I'm definitely a very positive person. You know, um, my mom, she got sick. Uh, three years ago, and she actually had breast cancer. And you would look at me, Hannah, and you would never know that I was taking her to chemo, you know, doing these things. Um, She's better now, but I'm saying, like, sometimes you just need to choose better as opposed to dwelling on what's actually, like, the, the negative. So sometimes you just need to decide, okay, I need to be positive today. I'm not going to be negative today, right? I want to uh, evolve and grow. I don't want to stay the same. You know, I want to be better for tomorrow. I don't want to be worse or the same. So, I mean, every day I think about that. Every day I want to put my best foot forward. Every day when I meet someone, I want to assume the best. Every day um, it's literally just, even if it's minor, small things, um, it's about being a little bit better. If it's in my business, as a person. Um, but yeah, I have to say it's my parents 100%. There's, there's no doubt. This is why you and I get along because you always try to put your best foot forward no matter the situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Hannah, what's wrong? I'm great. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh my God, Nick, I'm dying. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be positive. Don't you Don't you agree? Like, I have to say that, like, when you meet certain people, you click with them because of the mentality, right? Even though you're going through what you're going through, I still see you you post. I still see you're consistent. I still see that, you know, you're trying. Um, Some people, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but choose to dwell and choose to sit down and let it take over their life as opposed to making, trying to make an adjustment and trying to put their best foot forward so that they can grow from that and learn from it. That's the most important thing. And in a business world, in the entrepreneurial world, in the salon, um, you know, even though some days I have good days, some days I have bad days, some days I have amazing days where it's incredible. Um, it, life is never guaranteed to be stable. If it's a working job, if it's the salon, 
if it's your health, if it's if you're going to be here tomorrow. So it's really just the way that you look at life, right? Um, and if you're trying to, to be an entrepreneur and if you're trying to uh, be more positive, I mean, just think about it. Every day is a risk, right? Every day it's a risk. Every day you might not be able to make money. Every day in that job, you could be replaced. That's just what it is, just like my business. Tomorrow, I could not have a business. Remember, I wasn't open during COVID. I wasn't, I wasn't seeing people, right? So all of that is the way that you, you, you look at it and the way that you want to uh, power yourself or you want to just set yourself back. So it's really up to you. I love that you touched that it's really up to you because I always think that it is up to you and there's nobody in this world that can make you move and get off your ass but you. Yeah. It, it comes from you. And I, and I find that so important uh, that, that you didn't sugarcoat that. I think people need to listen. It is up to you. It is up to you. It's totally up to you. It is. If not, then we, we wouldn't be doing the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. It's just like that that small decision. Like, imagine if I never paid for the school, Hannah. Like, where would I be? Where would I be? That small decision on just going... Because I believe the down payment was supposed to be 2000 You put down 2000 and then the rest would be installments. But I said to myself, let me put this down. Let me see where it goes. And even my, my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law saw me bring my big, big kit of uh, nail products. And she goes, what is all this? I said, I'm going to start going to school. And she looks at me surprised and she's like, you are going to go to school? But what about your job? And what about this? I said, well, I'm going to try this out. You know, I'm still going to work. I'm just going to do this on the side. She's like, oh, my God. You have no idea how happy I am. You're not going to stay behind. You're going to go and work and move forward. You're going to find something that, you know, I know you love this. You're going to, it's going to work for you. I just know it. And then seeing that positivity, you know, for me, it was a little strange because I wasn't planning on opening a salon, but, you know, just to have someone, just one person to believe in me also, I believe made a difference. You know, if you, if you have somebody that, you know, can give you that little push and, and give you some sort of a positive, um, perspective or positive comment you know get it take it and move with it because I don't think that that person is saying it just to say it some people genuinely mean what they're saying say it again say it again I don't remember what you said but it's true um word for word I don't remember but you know some people will are put in your life to definitely motivate you even if it means it's one comment even if it means you know hey you're beautiful um you know, you will make it, you know, you, 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 uh, work hard, you know, and it's like, I I hear it all the time from certain people and I've learned to appreciate it. Um, at the beginning, I didn't really realize that people were actually genuinely caring about me, I guess, because my direction and motivation was more towards making money and helping my family as opposed to me being successful as a person, as an individual, as Victoria, I always carried my family with me, but I realized that people that care genuinely about me, they congratulated me and they gave me positivity when I actually needed it. So um, definitely take that and and keep it with you because uh, those people care about you for sure. They do. And it's always nice to hear feedback. I'm somebody, I don't know how to take a darn compliment. (laughs) You're like me. You're like me. (laughs) You're definitely like me. I feel so awkward when people say, oh, my God, you're so pretty or, you know, you do good work or, you know, you've come up so much. And it's like 
Um, so I feel like uh, it's like a humble thing. We, mm. we come from humble homes, so maybe we just have to learn to appreciate those comments because we're also not used to being appreciated, maybe. We're just too nice. That could be another thing. You know, I'm, I'm extremely nice. Uh, people that know me that are really close to me know, you know, Vicky will fix it. Uh, Victoria will get it done. She'll know a solution. She will get it. She will cover it. Um, so I think that's where it comes from too, that we're just so humble and, and down to earth and willing to help and, and give a hearing ear that when it's our turn, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you don't know how to take a compliment. Every single time I get a compliment today now, I give like, you compliments I, and I take them, but I feel weird. You do look awkward. I do all yeah. the time. Like I walked in here and you're like, you're, you're slivering. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> slimmer. <laughs> And, you know, it's like uh, I know that when I'm telling you that it, it makes you feel awkward, but you have to hear it. You have to know that it is you, whatever adjustments you're making, it's showing. Yeah. Even yeah. if even if you're thinking more positive, it will show and people in your life will notice. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so definitely take it and run with it because that's what I'm learning. I'm learning to do that myself. Someone says, hey, Vicky, you're doing so well. Okay. <laughs> Awkward laugh. You know? So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's insert the, the awkward laugh. I don't know how to take a compliment. Whenever somebody compliments me now, I start crying. I don't know what it is. I'm, oh, my God, you think that will be? Oh, thank you so much. So see if it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I, I got some flowers this week. Like, somebody, when I take out flowers, I mean somebody giving me praise. Not nobody sends me flowers, y'all. So if you like me, send me flowers. I don't know. Make me feel smart. <laughs> Make me smile. Um, but somebody told me this week, uh, I can't believe you went through what you went through. And during that time, I was telling you my issues. Oh, yes. Oh, and, my God. Yes. Yeah. Ah, I'm like, oh. I know those. Yeah. Insert tears. I'm like, yo, you just talking to me. And asking me how I was doing was suffice for me to keep moving. Right. Yeah. Do you think there's a downfall for us not being able to take a compliment? Because I feel like in the in the long run, that's going to be like, it, it may hinder my success because I won't be able to accept it. I don't know. You know what? Um, even though you're complimenting me or someone says to me, you're making it, you're making moves. To me, maybe our dreams are just a little bigger. So we're not content with what's happening right now. We, we just want to keep moving forward and grow, 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 grow. So all these little monumental moments, we're not learning to appreciate them. And, and it's so funny that you brought that up because my fiance last week um, said, you know, we're making this adjustment in our life. We should really celebrate. I said, celebrate? He said, yeah, let's, it's a small win, but we should really learn to appreciate the small wins in our life. It's not about birthdays and Christmas and mm-hmm. Easter and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. This is what he said to me. And he's like, it's about these kinds of things. When you start to accomplish things in your business, when you start to accomplish things in your home, when you know your family dynamic is just getting better, he's like, these are the things we should be celebrating. right? And I really um, appreciate that coming from him because I'm like, shoot, I should be doing that. I should be doing that with my business. I should be patting myself on the back and saying, hey, I'm a, I'm a working mom and one on the way, still like breaking my back. Well, not necessarily breaking my back, but I'm still working and I'm still trying to make everything work. Um, and I should be able to say, hey, I'm doing a good job. 
I'm doing an all right job, right? You should be able to say it and acknowledge it, but it, it's so damn hard. It's because we want more. I think that's why. You think we're, it's yeah. the more, more, more? Well, clearly, we, her and I were talking about me wanting Louis luggage. And yeah. <laughs> I knew that that I knew that that conversation had to happen for a reason. That's why it happened. <laughs> I was like, we were talking about the like our dreams and our goals, and it's really something when you could talk to another dreamer and think that the sky's the limit. The that, sky is the limit. You're right. Ah, mm-hmm. there is no limit to what you can do, and I and I always say it on this podcast, and I say it to whoever I, I meet. And sometimes I say this stuff to people, and they they come back to me like, "Kevin, you told me I could do it." I'm like, "Sweetie, what did I tell you? you oh my do- god! What? <laughs> tell me." I'm like, "I must have said it for a reason, but yeah. you gotta remind me, right?" So it's. It's always interesting. I, I fell in love with this place the minute I walked in. Uh, ooh, can I tell? Okay, so I walk in. What? <laughs> how I met you. When I, oh. how, when I met you. Go ahead. So, fresh out the, like, it was last, it, are we a year old? We're a year old. Is it old? One year? Yes, it's one year. Has it been one year? Yes, it has been. It's been an official one year because I had the recording to do uh-huh. with my chef friend, episode 125 now. And I came to do my nails because I was going on camera and I had just, I had just, just like ended my, my marriage. Yeah. I remember you sat over there. We did your feet too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how we met. And I was like, wow, she's really going through something. It's not out of the norm. Yeah. But you were definitely one of the ones that I was like, shoot, like she really needs this. I, you really needed it. Yeah, I remember. I remember now. And and we just talked nonstop. I remember. Yeah, I felt like we've known each other forever. So it's been one year? It's been one year. Oh, my God. It's been a full year because I walked in here, purple everything, and I love purple, mm-hmm. and all these lights, and you were so girly, and I was sitting there like, oh, everything is in shambles. <laughs> yeah, I remember. So that that's how we met, and then we've been besties ever since. And then I said I wanted you on the podcast. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I whenever I started recording again, and every single time I came here to do my nails, you're like, so when's the podcast starting? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, Vic. I don't know how to edit. I don't yeah. know how to do anything. It's been one year. Wow. It has been. I remember because I had taped it in March. It was March. March mm-hmm. 26, 27. One of the, the last yeah, weekend. you were of- fresh because you said you really needed to pamper yourself. Mm-hmm. You really needed self-care. I remember. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you drove me home because my punk ass was still on the bus. Look, fuck you. It took me forever. It took me forever to come here on a car. It took yeah. me a full like nine, ten months to come here driving. Wow. Wow. With you. Mm-hmm. You're part of. You were. You were somebody I met right in that transition. In the to- cusp of everything happening. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember. I know. It was hard. It was what, hard for you. What's that shit hard? I'm over it now. Now I'm like, yeah, oh my god, it's so much different now. <laughs> At that time, it was just like a phase, you know, something that you go through, like, yeah. And that's where I want to tie in the, the the point is you meet people in your life, and you providing a service. Yeah, it's way more than what you described yourself at the I beginning. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And you, you know what? Like I said, you know, I knew that you were going through something. But to be honest, there's a lot of people that go through stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own custom-made life that has custom problems, uh, custom successes. 
everyone is made different and everyone experiences life in a different light. Um, you know, unfortunately, you go through what you go through and you're still going through it. But hey, like some some people go through worse, Hannah. I know. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. And I hear about it and I see people, you know, um, some of my clients, you know, they, they now have like cancer. And uh, one lady from my old work passed away, you know. So this is what I mean when you just have to be positive. Like, um, you know, no matter, and I don't want to be negative, but no matter what you go through, you always have to say, you know, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I can eat. I'm grateful that I can, you know, I have my, I have, I have my home. I'm grateful that I have my job. I'm grateful that I have even your family members, you know. They could not be here tomorrow. Um, definitely appreciate those things. Those All those little things. You know, it's not about Louis Vuitton all <laughs> the is, time. It is about the Louis. It's not about Louis Vuitton <laughs> all the time. So when I talk to these people, yeah, they have some real problems. And you're right. Like, doing the service and actually hearing some stuff, I'm like, wow, this is life-changing for me. Um, just listening to it. Because that also, it doesn't stay with me, stay with me, where it, it brings me down. But it stays with me and it makes me more appreciative of this place. Mm-hmm. And it makes me more appreciative of me making that career change and that pivot in my life when I did. Um, it, it does. I appreciate it a lot. Well, that's just it, right? I wanted to touch upon that because sometimes our work, the work that you do, mm-hmm. I'm not going to include myself in it because all I do is blab. But <laughs> you, <laughs> all I do is get up on stage and blab. It's not, it's not special. But, you know, just... Just providing that safe place for women to come talk mm-hmm. is is it was priceless to me, and I want to say thank you on air. I said thank you <laughs> off air, but because you gave me that, I was like I was in love with myself. Yeah. Literally, when I left, my nails were so cute. Yeah, I felt girly, pretty. Granted, I didn't feel all that all the time, but whenever I'd look down at my hands, yeah, it it would look nice. And it's that's that missing piece. It's like a missing piece, you know? It's the missing piece that sometimes you don't know that you need until you get it. It's like, um, for example, uh, now, because I'm 30 now soon in like less than 30 days. Oh my God, like 10 days. Anyways, um, I've been doing more facials. But did I know I needed facials back then? Um, I didn't think so, but now it makes such a difference to me in my self-care that I say, no, I need to start taking care of myself because when I do it, I feel different. I feel different. Not only do I feel like I look different, Mm -hmm. but my positivity is up to if it's positive now, it's more up there when I get my facial done, right? So try to do things, and even if they're not monetary things, try to do things that really push you to be more positive and love yourself more. So if it's going to the gym, cutting out sweets, if it's talking to your mom every day, if it's going to do your nails every two weeks, if it's doing your podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever identifies you and makes you feel like a more authentic, positive you, do it. You know, um, I am so much of a positive person that I know I give that positivity in the salon, which is why I know people come back and which is why I know it's a part, a part of it is the art, 
but a part of it is also it's you. They just want, yeah. I think it is me. I'm not gonna lie. It's you. Just say it. it's me. You I'm not gonna. Say. I'm not gonna lie because sometimes they just come for a broken nail and then they're just rambling and I'm like, wow, like this is not just about the nail. This is about coming to vent or sometimes coming to just get away, right? Um, I know on my days when I feel overwhelmed or when I feel sad or um, that I, I, I don't have that energy up, I mm-hmm. come here and I try to be productive, I try to be positive and I, I, I was telling my client prior, she said, you know, I know that um, this is something that you do, just, sorry, I know that this service that you're doing is not something you commonly do where it's like just um, something of an adjustment. And I said, no, it's fine. She's like, I don't want you to come for no reason. I said, there is never going to be a moment that I come to the salon for no reason. If it's to reflect, if it's to make um, some changes, if it's to take out the garbage, like, you know, it's it's going to be something of some, it's going to be positive. It's always going to be something to be proud of. So don't think you're wasting my time, right? I feel like that was a that was a mic drop. You you mic drop in the big way. You mic drop so peacefully and so calm. I, what did I say? You you're gonna have to listen. <laughs> like you know. So I don't know. I don't it's a total know. vibe to come up in here. I want to give you the floor so you can let everybody know where to find you. If you have any closing remarks or you want to ask me a question, you could throw it up. But uh, yeah, the floor is yours. Yeah. Okay. Well. I'm so happy that you finally got a chance to do this. I didn't know it was one our one-year anniversary. Yeah, I know. I just remember today. I didn't know. And I'm happy, too. Thank you so much. Like, obviously, meeting you, to me, is not it's not something that I'm not going to appreciate. Uh, I definitely appreciate you having me on air. Um, if you guys wanted to find me, it's uh, mostly on Instagram, on BS Patricia Beauty. V as in Victoria, and then S as in Sam, Patricia Beauty. Um, I'm going to be launching some online classes soon. I didn't mention that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Plug, 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 plug. Yeah. I didn't mention that to you, but, uh, yeah. So right now I'm doing, I'm trying to do one-on-one classes and trying to manage my kids and yeah. But question, did you, did you like, I did. Did you like the podcast this time around? I did. I miss doing them in person. This needs to be something I have to start doing again. Yeah, it, it's it, more of a vibe. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's more of a vibe for sure. This was super fun. Come back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ramble about something? Come back. Oh I like repeat God. guests. Okay. I do. Okay. Yeah. You guys want her back? Let me know. Thank you so much for passing by, Vic. This was super cool, super dope. Thank you so much. I'm Anna. a little organic and unorthodox to all the other podcasters but this is how i do shit so. <laughs> <laughs> so we get it done if nobody told you today i love you and i want you to have the best week ever this is your favorite podcast host coming at you from toronto with Vic. all you get to me